It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles with me if you would. Turn back to Psalm chapter 78. We are reading or preaching on this thought or pass the baton. Let's go ahead and begin reading in verse 1. And we'll read just our text again, verses 1 through 8. The Bible says, Give ear, O my people, to my law, and incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord, and His strength, and His wonderful works that He hath done. For He established a testimony in Jacob, and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, whose spirit was not steadfast with God. We've looked so far at Asaph, a man that was concerned with getting the truth to the next generation, a man that was concerned about the future of the next generation. He understood that this generation, these generations coming on the scene, they were held in the balances, and depending what they were given, what truth was passed on, depending what example would be set for them, would make all the difference in the world to whether or not they would be spiritually successful or spiritually defeated. He was concerned. He wanted to see them get to where God could use them. He wanted to see God working through them and in them and just blessing them. But he knew that that would not be possible without the right things being passed on. He knew it needed to be gotten to them while they were young and drilled into their hearts and minds while they're young. But to... This morning, I want to ask this question. What is it that we're supposed to teach? You see, what are the things that we must pass on to make a difference in the generation that's coming on the scene? If there is just one thing you can pick, what's it going to be? And granted, I guess we, we, there's a lot more than just one thing we need to be passing on. But, you know, the first thing to just begin to jump to our mind, well, obviously we need to be passing on the Word of God. We need to be passing on teaching them to pray. We need to be passing on that they need to be teaching this to their children. All those are good things. All those are right things. But that's not exactly what I see in this text. I mean, it's here, yes. But it's, there, there's a bigger picture, I believe. I'm going to try to share that with you this morning. He begins to say, we, verse 4, We will not hide them from their children. Notice this. Showing 
to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He hath done. And then he begins speaking again about the Word of God. I just began thinking about that. And, and as we're looking through the chapter, and we could pick out piece after piece after piece. I could probably read the whole chapter, honestly. What we see, as I said at the beginning, verses 1 through 8 are, are almost a... Uh, it's a preface to what's coming for the rest of the chapter. And you see, what he begins to do in the rest of the chapter is do exactly what he said that they need to be shown. He begins to show them the praises of the Lord. He begins to show them the strength of the Lord. He begins to show them the wonderful works that God had done. He begins to share with them some of the commands God had given. He begins to talk to them and everything that he is talking to them and telling them about, there's one common denominator in every single one of them. It all can be boiled down to this phrase. Though you don't find this phrase in the text, it can be boiled down to this. It's all about him. You see, what we need to be passing on to the next generation is just that. It is all about Him. Let me show you just some of this. He begins to give them a history. Now, I'm sure you all have all heard this before, but history, it is His story. He begins to show them His story. He begins to take them and, and show them the things that God has done and, and the, all the things God has done for, for their fathers, all the works of God, all the, the strength of God, all these amazing things that God had done. He begins talking about how that he brought them out of Egypt. He shows how that, that he divided the sea. He led the children of Israel through the desert with the cloud and all the night with the light of fire. He talks about how he gave them water from the rocks. He, he begins to tell them about the person of God throughout here. He, he shows them the patience of God and the, the long-suffering of God. He shows them the provision of God. All these things he begins to hit on, all showing them, first of all, the praise of God. You know what? God, just because He is God, He is worthy. And we need to be showing that to the next generation. We could begin to pick through, and my mind was running crazy when I began to see some of these things. But we could begin to look at the character of God. Just found just in this passage alone. You find omnipotence, omniscience. You find God that He's understanding. He understands the, the weakness uh, of His own people. He understands that they're just flesh. We find His patience with them when they fail Him again and again and again. We find His mercy that He extends towards His people as they are 
are constantly disobeying, yet He's merciful towards them and doesn't give them always the judgment that they deserved. We find that He's always providing for them. He cares. He loves His people. And that's all throughout the chapter. We find all these things He's doing for them. We could say that we find... I'm trying to find the exact verse. It talks about how he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, even to this mountain, which is right-handed purchased. My mind began to run on that, the purchase of God. You know, God purchased a, a whole a whole country there, the land of Canaan. That was a place that was meant to be a spiritually victorious place. That was where God wanted them to be. That was where God could bless them even more and, and fulfill all the promises that he had promised to them and to their father, Abraham. And my mind just begins to run about the purchase God's made for us. God's given us a word of God. We have the same access to a spiritually uh, victorious life. All these things God's done for us. Just looking at who God is. My, He's worthy of our praise. But we move on. He says not just that we need to show them the praises of the Lord. But also we need to show them His strength. His power. You see, what needs to be passed on is not just about how good God is and He is good. But they need to understand that my God, He's not just good, He's able. He's able for no matter what the situation we come across, my God's able. When you think about it, He brought them there up out of Egypt. He split the Red Sea down the middle and let them walk across dry ground. That's impossible without God. You see, God is able. He delivered them from the, the world power at that time. They walked out of there, having spooled the Egyptians. They had taken all their goods, taken all, all their golden earrings and just everything they wanted, whatever they desired. They took it and everybody just gave it to them because they just wanted them gone because of the curses of God. That was the power of God, the strength of God. He talks about how that God... All the plagues of God that God had sent upon Egypt. All these things that the children of Israel had seen. How He had supplied the water from the rock. How He had given them manna to eat and fed them. How He brought, when they begged for, for meat, He brought them meat. All these things, impossibilities. But God could do them. You know why? Because God is able. His power has not changed one bit. He begins to not only deal with His strength or His power, but He says we need to show them the wonderful works that He's done. He delivered the children of Israel. Not only did he, 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 His strength prevail and, and overcome all the impossibilities, but God was working a work the whole time, bringing them out of Egypt to the promised land. God's always 
doing something. God was at work behind the scenes. They had seen the works of God, the power of God manifest. And yet somehow their forefathers had had it in their hearts to not fully give their hearts to Him. You see, the forefathers, they weren't all about God. They were all about themselves. They asked meat. Why? For their lust. They were concerned about themselves. They wanted to turn back. Why? Because, boy, we wish we had the leeks and garlics of Egypt. They were self-centered, self-occupied. They didn't really care about what God had to say. Their heart wasn't right with Him. You see, we need to be teaching our children these things. But word of mouth won't be enough. We'll deal with that tomorrow. You see, they need to understand. They need to hear the stories. And my mind just, you know, begins to run. Well, what stories do we have to share? When's the last time you've seen God do a mighty work? When's the last time you've seen God's strength at work in your life? When's the last time you've seen God do something special? How is it that we're going to pass on the truth and, and pass on these things to the next generation when we ourselves have never experienced the workings of God on this level? When our hearts aren't given to God, when we don't have our hearts right with God, how is it that we can love God right and show that love of God to our children? We can't. You see, part of the responsibility of passing on the baton is that we have to be all in. See, what we're trying to get the next generation to understand is this, that it is all about Him. Everything we do, it all comes back to it's all about Him. We've got to pass that truth on to the next generation. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.